0: My daughter's crayons were on the table, and I went to place them into their proper drawer. The drawer was stuffed and wouldn't budge. A little wiggling and finger fishing helped pry it open. Several items spilled over the sides. Cleaning up this mess, I opened the drawer next to it and was shocked to discover it was empty. Glory be to the highest. That's one. All steps for man. Liftoff. We have a choose to go to the moon, not because they are easy, but because they I are hard. I have a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. four three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Welcome to the Super You Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Kwama. Most of you know me as Equal Man. Thank you for joining us here today. As many of you listeners know, we've been giving away my free book. It's out. It's on sale at Amazon. It's called The Focus Project. But J.K. Rowling, what she did is she gave her book away for free via snippets, the audible version of the book, that is for free on her podcast. So I thought that was a great idea and we're doing the same thing. Obviously on Amazon, if you'd like listening to this, you can go and get the full uninterrupted version of the Audible version of the the Focus Project or you can get the paperback or the Kindle. Anyways, just wanna say thank you for all the support. We love you. I hope that you are doing well. So without further ado, here's the latest snippet from my book, The Focus Project. The not so simple art of doing less. The Car Wash Experiment, Head Starts Help Create Finishers. As we covered in January, one of our top priorities as an organization, society, or individual is growth. As my parents always like to say, if we aren't growing, then we are shrinking. Seeing progress helps encourage us. It's the central reason why cleaning up the clutter around us can be so therapeutic. Marie Kondo's runaway bestseller on minimalism is entitled The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. When we hang up the towels in the bathroom, or organize the desk drawers, we see progress. In their 2006 study, Joseph Nunes and Xavier Drez sought to discover the exact impact of progress. The study has become known as the Car Wash Study. Customers were given one of two loyalty cards. Both cards required the customer to have eight car washes to receive a free car wash. Customers would receive a stamp on their loyalty card after every car wash. Loyalty card 1 had 8 blank circles. Loyalty card 2 had 10 circles. However, 2 circles had already been stamped. Loyalty cards 1 and 2 required exactly 8 additional stamps to get the free car wash. The essential question, would people view the cards differently? Yes, people did view them differently. 19% of customers with card 1 returned 8 times in order to complete their card for the free car wash. Yet, a whopping 34% of customers with card 2 returned 8 times to receive their free car wash, almost twice as many. The second group was coined the Head Start Group, although both loyalty card groups needed to return the same number of times, 8. The Head Starters felt they had already achieved progress with their two free stamps, and were that much closer to getting their prize of a free car wash. As Nunes and Drez discovered, seeing our progress encourages us to persist. How many times have we started a new diet and don't see any immediate results? If we notice small results at the beginning, we'll be more likely to stick with the diet. This study reminded me of when I was living in Cambridge and officing and assisting with the development of Harvard and MIT's edX. We saw a similar phenomenon. Students Taking online courses at edX.org were more likely to stick it out if they saw progress in the first few weeks. If no indication of progress occurred by the third week, the dropout rate was significant. As a result, the professors of the courses, within limits, managed for the students to see progress in those first few weeks. By helping show progress early in the coursework, Harvard and MIT retained more online students, those who literally stayed the course. So whatever the initiative, we should try giving recognizable wins early in the journey. An empty drawer. My daughter's crayons were on the table, and I went to place them into their proper drawer. The drawer was stuffed and wouldn't budge. A little wiggling and finger fishing helped pry it open. Several items spilled over the sides. Cleaning up this mess, I opened the drawer next to it and was shocked to discover it was empty. Glory be to the highest. The crayons fit easily into this drawer. My daughter entered the room and her eyes became as big as saucers. Daddy, you can't put those crayons in that drawer. Let me tell you, it's always great hearing your wife's voice through your child, by the way. Um, And why can't I put these crayons in here? That's mommy's drawer. Nothing can go in there. But there's nothing in this drawer. It's completely empty. I placed the box of crayons in the empty drawer. Okay, daddy, but don't say I didn't warn you. You're going to be in big trouble. Katya's warning turned out to have merit. I did get in trouble for using this sacred drawer. Had I not been in the middle of this focus project, I may have admitted my wife to a mental institution. Instead, we sat down and discussed it. For her, the act of having at least one empty drawer in the kitchen meant she wasn't just constantly adding stuff. Not just to the kitchen, but adding junk to her life. The empty drawer was symbolic for her. Since I was deep into researching the power of less, this made sense to me, either that or we were both crazy. She did compromise a little by switching the designated empty drawer from the largest to the smallest drawer. While organizing, I stumbled upon a favorite proverb, a wise Indian chief instructing the braves of his tribe on shooting an arrow, put a wooden bird in a tree and asked them to aim at the beak of the bird. The chief asked the first brave to describe what he saw. The first brave responded, I see the branches, the mountains, the leaves, the sky, the bird, the bird's feathers, and its beak. The chief asked this brave to wait. He turned to the second brave and posed the same question. This brave replied, I see the beak of the bird. The chief said, well done, you are ready to shoot. The arrow flew straight and hit the tiny beak target. Like the brave, unless we focus, we cannot achieve what we want. Chapter Summary The One Big Thing Successful people block out time to organize their items, minds, and schedules. The grade I gave myself this month was a B plus. I was happy with my progress this month and derived joy from seeing so many to-dos completed around me, yet... Despite my best efforts, I realize how much more could be organized and how much better I can manage my time. A great month, I will give it a B+. My top takeaways. Schedule like a cowboy. Fence off times and leave wide open spaces on the calendar. Make a not-to-do list. Number three, the three-minute rule. If it takes less than three minutes, do it. Rich and successful people aren't smarter than we are or have more time, They just have better systems and processes. Stop multitasking and focus on your circle of competence. It's okay, it's even healthy, to have a completely empty drawer in your house. Your life. I hope you enjoyed this snippet from my newest book, The Focus Project, available on Amazon today. Again, we're giving away snippets each day on the book for free to help you get through quarantine that's the end of chapter two the next day we will be reading from chapter three which is about family and friends i'm your host eric Kwam, and a lot of you know me as equal man i just want to say we love you all and remind you that it's not what we take from the world it is what we leave behind seven six five four three two one super 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 you